At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two of Easton's primetime action on a Monday night. Glad you could join us. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin live from the South Paul Hotel here on the tip of the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, we are all about betting, not just sports fans, your typical sports mainstream media show. We're about betting and everything we do, for better or for worse, is through the prism of betting, whether pre-flop or in-game. Uh, and hopefully, if you watch us long enough, you'll realize, oh, this guy, these guys aren't like degenerate like we think gamblers are. They actually think things through and treat this very seriously. We also like to have fun. We also like to be very profitable. So the extent that we can do that, then we have done our job. Tonight, not much baseball. It was a short day in Major League Baseball. Really only a couple games of consequence. The Reds, who are on the fringe of the National League uh, wild card picture, and I do mean fringe, just hanging on. They did win a game against the uh, Pirates earlier today, 13-1, to so they stay alive. And the only game of consequence tonight in the American League is between the Mariners and the Athletics. Both of those teams remain alive, but as it goes right now, as Yankees fans know, the Yankees, with that sweep of the Red Sox, are now in the number one wild card position in the American League, a one-game lead over the Red Sox, who inhabit the number two wild card position. This all with six games left in the season for both of those teams. Now, the Blue Jays are a game behind the Red Sox, one game behind the Red Sox with six games left themselves. The Mariners are two games behind the Red Sox with six games left, and the Athletics are three games behind. So 
The Mariners and the Athletics play tonight. It is a game of major consequence for both of those clubs, although both are on the outside looking in. With the Mariners minus 118 favorites at home, that's a 10-10 Eastern, 7-10 Pacific start. Then everybody plays starting tomorrow. The final six games of the season for the American League uh, wildcard, one and two. And there are scenarios, just want to throw this out here for giggles. There are scenarios where there's a three-way tie ultimately between the Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Blue Jays. There's an even wackier one where the Mariners are thrown in for a four-way tie. And there's a ridiculous one where all five teams throwing the athletics could be in a five-way tie. And if that happens, it's just ridiculous. But the three-way tie and the four-way tie, eh, not, not completely outlandish. But if you're the Yankees, of course, you're like, well, you know what? We're a number one wildcard team right now. We feel pretty, pretty good about where we're perched right now. So yeah. that's the story. And yeah, as talk- you mentioned, there's a 30, about 35 minutes from now, Nats and Rockies. Uh, that's great versus Marquez if you want to bet that game. Minus 170, Marquez and the Rockies at home. And then, uh, as you mentioned, the A's and Mariners later tonight. And that is Irvin versus Flexen. Flexen, a minus 125 favorite, plus 105 on Irvin and the A's. And you know why that uh, Nationals game has consequences, don't you? Huh? Don't you? Uh, oh, wait, what's his name? Uh, Juan, Juan Solo? Juan Soto. <laughs> Now at plus 300, moves past Fernando Tatis Jr., who had been the favorite to win the NL MVP for most of the season, and ridiculously so. None of it was based in anything he was doing here in the last half of the season. Um, but now it's Soto at 3-1. to one. Bryce Harper remains your favorite, but it appears to me now to be mano a mano between Harper and Soto. Yeah, minus 250 Harper, Soto plus 300. Man, you were, you were all over that, Gil. Yeah. I mean, you were calling that early last week. He should not be ahead of him. He's moved yep. at least in front of him. I think Soto more accurately should be two to one. But hey, we might get there after tonight. You got a hundred one ticket on that. You got to prop swap that or anything like that. <laughs> He's riding it. Stop it. Stop it. So that's your baseball update anyway. So no real huge baseball schedule. It's mainly about football and the Eagles and the Cowboys, which I guess brings us back to Matt in case folks missed it at the top of the show. Why you are on what you are on. Three and a half across the board right now in favor of the Cowboys. 51 and a half across the board on the total as well. Eagles defensive end Brandon Graham put on IR. Big loss for them. Right guard Brandon Brooks uh, is uh, on IR as well. Left tackle Jordan Mylotta is out tonight. Safety Rodney McLeod is out tonight as well for the Eagles on the Cowboys side. Demarcus, Lawrence, you know the injuries that they already have, right? So Demarcus Lawrence already out. Michael Gallup already out. And then you got Lyle Collins who is suspended. So they were already out. Then you get defensive tackle Carlos Watkins who's out with a knee injury. Linebacker Keanu Neal is out with COVID. And then safety Donovan Wilson is out tonight as well. So both teams without a ton of starters tonight. And so... If you think that this game, I mean, you're wondering why this thing's sitting at 51 and a half. I mean, look, even though both teams haven't really lit up the scoreboard so far, there's a lot of guys out on the defensive side of the ball. And on top of that, again, like I said, this game just plays out a little bit differently than what we've seen so far with these teams. I mean, the Cowboys, to their credit, have played fairly smart through the first couple of weeks. I mean, when you come out and you kind of see what they were doing here, Gil, I mean, they were super pass heavy versus the Bucks, but then they were run heavy versus the Chargers. So it was a they're trying to play to the weaknesses of the various teams. I mean, you cannot run on that defensive line of of the Bucks. Like that is at least still for sure. They got gigantic dudes in there that you just can't run the ball. Remember, so you have remember to, the first half where they tried like a yeah. token run or two, and they're like, yeah. okay, maybe. and we just can't do this yeah. anymore. And then against the Chargers, right? They went super run heavy because when you have when you have Bosa running you down, and you've got all these uh, you know play playmakers like that, then you know they they went run heavy. So what do you get tonight? 
And that's kind of the real question here. Well, with with the defense being as banged up as it is on the Eagles side, I think you kind of get back to the team that you really saw the majority of last year when Dak, well, the last year when Dak was healthy, and then what we saw kind of more in week week one. I mean, they ranked first in pace and second in no huddle rate last year when Dak was healthy. I imagine we start to get a little bit back more towards that as well. Whenever we get in, the Eagles already ranked seventh in pace and fifth in no huddle percentage as it is through the first two weeks of the season. So this should be an up-tempo game, in my opinion. This should be teams going out there running a bunch of plays. Um, you got a Cowboys team. We know what you get. Offense, fifth overall by pro football focus, sixth in the NFL in passing grade, and fifth in big-time throws in court for Dak Prescott through the short season so far. But then you have the 16th defense. You've got the 22nd sec- defense according to DVOA. So you have a bottom-half defense a upper five offense, and that's kind of what you get with this Cowboys team, which is what we thought we'd get with this Cowboys team entering the season, right? It's a really good offense, kind of a middling, maybe, maybe actually, we thought we'd get a really bad defense, and it's more middling right now, which is, I think, looking up, if you're a Cowboys fan, at least anyway. The only problem is, is they're not getting any pressure on the quarterback at all, which is why I am leaning a little bit, you know, I, I went ahead and played the the Eagles tonight, and also lean towards and have an over on this teaser that I've got, because I think there should be a lot of points scored. If if you get Jalen Hurts and he's not running for his life and he's actually got some time to throw, he's got weapons on this team. And then the Cowboys are just continue to do what the Cowboys do. I mean, the pressure rate so far for the Cowboys is only 27%. As 28th in the league, sack rate of 2%, which is 31st. Yes, 31st in the league so far. And on the Eagles side, you know, we're looking at a, a, a team that's got a pretty good Pretty good defense, certainly pretty good against the run, not so great against the pass. And then when you have that, then I think this sets up for both teams throwing the ball a ton, setting up for a lot of points in this game. And with that, if I'm going to be able to get more than a field goal, if I'm going to be able to get a, a game where if I need one, if I need one defensive stop, if I need one more kind of play to come out of a defense, I do trust this Eagles defense a little bit more than I trust this Cowboys defense again we talk about this Eagles team and it didn't look that pretty in the box score but that 49ers team didn't really beat this team all that bad I mean like that that, they were in that game the majority of the time they they had the ball in the red zone that they tried to run the Philly special it didn't work they left points on the board there there were a couple of bonehead calls that here and there and I think that this Eagles I think that this Eagles coaching staff is sharp we shall see tonight, but I think that they're going to like figure out what they did wrong there and maybe not try to get cute when you get in the red zone and maybe just figure out how to put points on the board. And again, I, I, I you know, I'm getting more than a field goal here. So I'm taking the, the Eagles. And then I did the tease. I, t- I teased it up to 10. I don't think the Cowboys beat this thing, you know, beat, beat them by, by two touchdowns. And then, you know, to get the over in this, like I said, I think there's going to be points. I think there's pr- two pretty good offenses and, uh, and, uh, and some defenses that are suspect and certainly banged up for sure. Yeah, I think we're. Uh, I think we definitely agree on. I I would lean on the over on the total too. I think I, I like your teaser actually. That's pretty good. I I like the Cowboys. This is definitely not one of my bigger bets of the week. This is a smaller bet. Um, to me, to be able, just be able to buy us down to three at minus one twenty five. I think, as Matt laid out, I think the offensive side of the ball. To me, there's a much bigger separation, I guess, in the level of talents these two offenses are bringing to the board. Sure, I do. I do think. And that's. Team, I mean, no, I mean that's fair. Like there, you have proven quant. You have you have proven entities on the Cowboys side where you have kind of up and coming yeah, entities and on the Eagles side. Uh, yeah. no, you're right. Like this, yeah. ga- this game could be a whole lot closer than I think it's going to be. I do think that I do think the Eagles' defense is is significantly better than being without Brandon Graham tonight. Do I, I do think mm-hmm. is going to be tricky for them to get with their pass rush. I think you got to be able to get a pass rush on Dak. And Amari Cooper's a big question mark, too. I do think if he's 
if, if that rib becomes a problem and he can't really play that much and the Eagles are really able to key on C.D. Lamb, I, I, I do think this is going to be maybe a little bit more problematic for the Cowboys. I'm just not assuming anything that's any of that's going to happen until it happens mm-hmm. sort of thing. So I think laying three at home, we're talking about a Cowboys team that started the year going at the Bucks, gave them a run for their money, only lost by two in that week one. And then one by three at the Chargers. And those look like two of the better teams in the league right now. So coming home against a team that at least preseason, I had rated pretty low with the Eagles. I like laying three in this spot. So it'll be, it'll be a fun little heads up match between yeah, Matt listen, and I. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm, like I said, I mean, there's, it's it's more about the what what do we think the upside here is for, for the Eagles as opposed to the, the known quantity, which is, you know, Dak Prescott, which is Amari Cooper, which is Ezekiel Elliott. And, and so those are, you know, the thing right now is there's a lot of reliance on young players on the Eagles side. And can they really, in this scenario, step up on a Monday night and get it done? I mean, the the, the heaviest targeted receiver so far is Devon Smith for, for the Eagles. I mean, it's a rookie, you know. And so here we are in week three where, you know, he's the – and Jalen Rager is the second most targeted guy for the Eagles. So, I mean, you're a guy that's a rookie last year, second-year guy, and then now you have a rookie this year as the two most targeted guys for this Eagles team. So – um, I just think they, they 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 can keep it close, but it would not surprise me at all if it's a run out on the Cowboys side. I uh, I don't dislike your teaser at all. Let mm. me jump in there for a little bit of that uh, Philly over ten, a little seven point teaser, ten and a half, and uh, bring the uh, number down. The winner of the game between the Cowboys and the Eagles will take sole possession of first place in the NFC East. Yes, after just three weeks, but they will. If it's a tie, both will be in the lead in the <laughs> NFC East at one one and one. Uh, getting underway in about five minutes. We'll uh, cherry pick some other games that we haven't mentioned yet. Get uh, everyone's thoughts on those tonight on Vsin's primetime action live on the well from the South Point right here on MSG Plus. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. 
Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Back on primetime action, Gil, Matt, and Kelly uh, on the run-up to the Eagles and the Cowboys tonight with the Cowboys. Again, three-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. Uh, some other games that we have not touched on, and I just... Sort of want to get real quick reactions. Washington loses to Buffalo 43-21. to Josh Allen accounts for five touchdowns, four through the air, one with his feet. Um, Buffalo, back to where you uh, thought of them before the season started? Yeah, so I, I not the full game, but I, I did the condensed version today of that one because that was one of the ones that didn't make the TVs yesterday, so I had to watch it back. That looked more like what we thought that we would see yeah. that looked more like a team that when they were coming in, that there was going to be one of the teams that was going to be contending for the Super Bowl, And so that was a, as dominant and listen, Washington is probably not near as good as we thought they were going to be yep. coming in. That being said, that was a, it doesn't matter whether Washington was as good. That was just a domination from, from that bills team. And so I, more than anything, also the, the bills defense, I think look made, made Washington, Made Washington look pretty pedestrian on the, on the offensive side as well, which I think again, if you're a Bills fan, another thing is kind of looking up for you because it, it was it was you know, your offense is going to be there, so it's like you need a defense if you're actually going to compete, and and it looks like the defense can can step up against you know at least inferior opponents. Could have been could have been worse for Washington. They had the uh, you know Antonio Gibson 71 yard touchdown, which was awesome, and then they had the onside kick, which blew back yeah. right to Washington. So it could have I mean not an onside kick, a kickoff. Yeah. Pardon me. That was wild. That they had no no intention of recovering. That blew right back to uh, Washington. That, that was wild. Having said that, I'm almost surprised we don't see that more in like bad weather games where it's just yeah. I, like if guy doesn't field it cleanly, how it doesn't somehow bounce directly forward like that. Indianapolis at Tennessee. Tennessee beats the Colts 25 to 16. Carson Wentz did play uh, in this game. Remember all the doubt all week long. Uh, and Mike Vrabel does something in this game. They were up seven. 20 to 13. He does go for two to take it from seven to nine. Remember the week before at the end of regulation, he had a chance to go for two to win it at Seattle, decided not to go for two, then eventually wanted it overtime. So Vrabel does two different things and it ends up working out for him both times. This Colts team, boy, they've got some, uh, they got some serious issues. Yeah. They got some serious problems and there's, Oh, I think it kind of starts with, they just don't have any playmakers either. You know, that's another thing about this team. Like they don't have any real playmakers on this team. And then you have a team like the Titans. I mean, it's it's I don't I didn't see anything in the Titans team that made me super excited about them. That being said, they did lose AJ Brown early in the game. And so when you lose your number one receiver, mm-hmm. that can certainly change things up a lot. So that was this game is kind of like a just a wash to me. It's it's like they should have beat them. They beat them. 
didn't really blow my skirt up, so it's just kind of like eh, didn't blow a skirt up, know. y'all. <laughs> Move uh, on. I don't like the I don't like the Colts anymore. I hated them also. I hated them already. I still hate them, and I don't really like the Titans anymore. So I mean, <laughs> than I did. <laughs> They're not as good as we thought they were going to be preseason, yeah. and yet they, we stand here after three weeks, and they are minus five hundred to win that division. Yeah, minus five hundred. The Titans are three weeks into the year. Jeez. A little short pass complete from Dak on the first play from scrimmage, then a Zeke run for a first down, and now a little dump off to Zeke, so it's going to be second and three uh, at the Cowboys' own 45-yard line as the Cowboys start things. Um, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Joe Burrow, first road win ever, and Pittsburgh just looks bad. Specifically, and you've called this for a long time, not just this year. We were talking about it all year last year. Big Ben... Uh, Big Ben yesterday, and I just want to get the exact numbers here to give you an idea about the dump-off rate of uh, of Ben Roethlisberger, who is going to the Hall of Fame, ladies and gentlemen. But just want to point out that that yesterday, he ends up 38 of 58 for 318 yards. Zeke threw the middle for a first down. 38 for 58, 318 yards. One touchdown, two picks. He was sacked four times. Of his 38 completions, 14 went to Najee Harris. And of his 318 yards passing, 102 went to his back, Najee Harris. 19 targets. 19 targets to his running back. So I how mean, do you, how do you? Uh, so what is that? Five, five, how do you? How do you miss him five times? But I think it's, it's a lot of incompletions <laughs> for your running. Back. I mean, he, dude, point. he's just he's just washed. It, I mean, like it, there's no. He is only ahead in in PFS passing grades. He is. Oh boy. Zach. Oh, nice catch right at the uh, one-yard line. No, it's short. They marked it short. No. C.D. Lamb catches the ball. Looked like it was overthrown, but C.D. leapt to the uh, to grab it at its uh, w- with no real real uh, competition here from the from the D back. Let's and hope I, he fell in the end zone. Uh, they're going to mark Lamb down. Oh man, that's Ooh, closer. That's than closer I than I thought. Matt, Matt, Matt actually oh. has. A, uh, I, I think he's down. No, he's down. He's short. <laughs> Sorry. And then the Cowboys I played some of those stupid parlay. That's why I needed to get in so bad. Oh. We have Wait, f- did you do the first and second touchdown? I don't even know. I have to look. I don't even remember. <laughs> they, I just didn't. They marked it a half yard short, yeah, by the way. All these flags. Yeah. And now a whole bunch of flags. I think the Eagles just uh, jumped offsides, I think, on the first and goal from the half. I think that's what we're going to get here. My guess is with 12.02 left in the first quarter. And that is. Ooh, no, they went even further. They gave him a personal foul. So apparently the Eagles, uh, a lot of funny stuff. They gave him the business under there. The uh, Yeah, so he he is he is ranked ahead of... Big Ben, we're talking. Yeah. Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, and Jameis Winston. That's it. Like that, Those are the only quarterbacks that he is graded higher than, and he is only higher than... And he is only higher than Zach Wilson by, like, a fraction here. I mean, that is that's where we're at right now with Ben Roethlisberger. And the thing is, is this just, there's no, there's no way that this team can ever come from behind. Like there's just no, he, he can't push the ball downfield. Well, like he can't he, do it. And this is what we were saying about the whole thing this off season. When he said, I'll take a pay cut. The, the issue with him is because he's a two time Super Bowl champion for that franchise and a hall of famer, you can't go up to him and say, Hey Ben, Sorry, it's over. Mm-hmm. You just it just it's sort of like that's not going to happen apparently. And it couldn't happen last year because they were eleven and no. By the way, they lost seven of nine since mm-hmm. then, including the playoffs the Steelers have. 
I don't think you can have that conversation with him. Plus, you also don't have anyone on the bench to really replace oh, him. Oh, no. Mason yeah. Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins we, aren't we've exactly. Seen that, yeah, we've, yeah, we've seen that song and dance. So, yeah. so maybe you don't want to replace Ben. You're, you're just kind of stuck right now. Cowboys score as Zeke plunges in from what ended up being like three inches out of the end zone after the personal foul call. Uh, extra point good. Seven to nothing. Cowboys very quickly again. Prescott to Lamb. The big connection on that drive. But, but they, the, you know, another team that is kind of built, I'm not going to say completely similarly, but I think we saw this really come into play yesterday, too, is this Patriots team that, listen, I was on, and I think we all are, were, and thought that they would, you know, be able to handle business at home against the Saints team. But they are, they are like, they are a different version of the Ravens. Like, they are front runners, but, like, they do not have any firepower whatsoever Patriots. to be able to come from, yeah, to yeah. be able to come from behind. Like, there's no. just nothing, there's nothing yeah. there. There's no talent at the receiver position. Mac Jones is, right now, I think he's going to be good, but right now he is, as we thought, game manager, just don't mess things up, just, you know, whatever. But, like, he doesn't push the ball down the field either. He doesn't have – I don't know who you'd throw to even if he did want to push the ball down the field. And they're just not – they're not built. They are a front-running team, and I have made a note of this moving forward. This will be an in-game team that I will bet against instantly when this team starts to get down. Like, it, it, it is just not built – to come from behind. There's no playmakers on that Patriots team really at all. And Mac Jones is, is his way. He'll be a fine quarterback. He will be, he will be, I think that his career will be perfectly fine as well. But right now there's just no, there's nothing there with this Patriots team that sparks any sort of interest in me. I mean, he had, he had 51 attempts yesterday. I mean, like he had to have 51 attempts yesterday in that game, 13 points out of it. So I want, yeah, I wanted to bring that up. Cause I think we, we've, We've seen more teams do this this year. A lot to, I, I think, our credit and, 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 ben, and benefit uh, of teams like giving up on the run when it's not working, passing. We think that's going to, uh, you know, equate in a better game anyways. But for a team like that, like, I kind of struggle with with what they, you know, like how quickly they gave up on the run. I mean, Damian Harris, six carries, 14 yards. Mac Jones actually led them in rushing, six for 28 I think kind of gave up on it right away, but it's like when the pass isn't working either, like you said, Matt, like they just don't have any weapons on the outside. I, and then I lost James White for who knows how long. He got he had he's he's gone as well. And like I mean, that's for a for for a rookie quarterback again, like like having him as is, is someone out of the backfield that is really, really good at catching passes, really, yeah. really good at getting open in the flat and stuff like that. Like it it it's I don't know, man. I'm I was I was here on this Patriots team. I was I, was, I thought they were on the way up. I'm I'm in a in a week, what a difference a week makes. Four punts, four punts, one of them blocked, and an interception on the first five possessions yesterday for the Patriots. Minus three in turnovers, three Mac Jones picks, uh, one that led to the second New Orleans touchdown, a pick six that wasn't really his fault. Yeah, it wasn't really his fault. And then an end of, end of game interception. Bill Belichick was asked after the game by a reporter, uh, what do you... What did you see on Max three interceptions? And in a very uncomfortable, like, 18-second response, Belichick oh, could muster up the, uh, well, uh, you know... Um, uh, uh, probably, <laughs> probably the same thing you saw. <laughs> What's the ultimate response? Um, by the way, last thing about that Steelers game, Tyler Boyd, the uh, Bengals wideout, said the Steelers gave up. Said mm-hmm. the Steelers gave up out there. Like Tomlin said, not the case, but that's what Tyler Boyd came away with. Uh, we'll talk about New Orleans on the other side of the ball or New England and other games as well. Eagles and Cowboys, 7 nothing right now. Cowboys early going on VEASAN's primetime action. You are looking live 
at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Eagles were uh, taking it all the way downfield, but then Jalen Hurts with a... I believe you said the word woefully underthrown yes. pass. Woefully underthrown. Yeah, and uh, it was t- uh, intended for Jalen Rager. Anthony Brown ends up picking it off. Anthony Brown, who was uh, toasted the first night of the season against Antonio Brown, if you remember the Bucks game, but he gets the pick there. And so Dallas starts their new drive, first and 10 at their own two, and Dak Prescott just uh, sneaks it for four yards. If you can call that a sneak, he just sort of plunged forward. Um and that's where the Cowboys are now, second and six at their own five. Up seven to nothing, just five minutes into this one. And here's a Dak pass from inside oh, his end zone. Oh, he, he, he gets hit. Fumble. Who lands on it? Touchdown. Touchdown. Touchdown, Eagles. That's for the over. Hey, for the over. Um, can I just say this about that play? Dak needs to have a better timing mechanism there in yes. the end zone. Like, he felt none of that. He wow. was trying to do way too much with way too many people. Wow. Yeah. What was he doing? Just get rid of it. Or... That was the other thing about that was the other thing about Fields yesterday. He held the ball on seven different attempts for over four seconds. You got cut yeah. that loose. Oh, cut that loose. Wow. Cut that loose. Yeah, Dak is just a sack and a. It's actually he hit. He actually in the throwing motion hit his own guy. Hit in his the own helmet. guy in the helmet. <laughs> yeah, it actually the, well, they missed the sack. Good call by Isaiah Wrinkle downstairs. Yeah. Oh, no, no, the ball really went backwards. He said he thinks that's a pick, but no. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't have been it. Yeah, it wouldn't have been a fumble. It wouldn't have mattered regardless. Either way, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Touchdown. Touchdown for the uh, the Eagles. And an uh, extra point penny to tie this up. So, after the woefully underthrown. Actually, it does matter because the over on the uh, DAC interceptions now hits. Oh, that's correct. So for that's props, for, so it for would props, matter. it does matter. Yeah. For those... I think it's a fumble. It fell on the back of his hand. He went, he went, like, he went like that, and that ball went, never moved. Yeah, let's say fumble. Fumble? Yeah. Okay. Fumble it is. We had that come up, remember, yesterday in the uh, – there was another game where that happened. Was it the – was it Tom Brady? Who was it? There was some game yesterday where the where, where there was a fumble and they were wondering if they could move it forward or not. God, I, it wasn't Tom too. Brady. I, I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was the uh, – it was the, the Packers game. It was the Sunday Night Football last night. Was it as well? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was Sunday Night Football last night. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, because it went right into it went right into one of the running backs' hands, and then he ran for like twenty yards with it. Okay, right. and you can't advance. And you can't, you can't advance, advance in, inside of two. Yeah, inside of two minutes. Fletcher Cox with a touchdown, by the way, for the Eagles tie ball game. Now seven apiece, nine fifty-seven left in the first quarter. So just over five minutes in, we're seven-seven. Uh, what about what about New Orleans, who beat New England yesterday? Yeah. Um, the schizophrenic New Orleans Saints through three games. Really, really good week one against the Packers. Really bad week two. And really good again. Jameis Winston, 13 of 21 for 128. Combined yardage through three games for Jameis Winston, 387. Yeah. It's the Saints are all defense. And there's 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 nothing on the offensive side that would at all make you feel Good. Yeah, and if you're plus three in turnovers, you're plus three in turnovers. They the 
big thing coming out of that was, I mean, it's, you know, rookie quarterback, and they were able to find a ton of success with their with their guys getting pressure on the quarterback. Mac Jones, poor little Mac Jones in that game. 18 quarterback pressures in that game. Like, what's he going to what's he gonna do? You know, I That's, mean, there's just. You know, if we take all those five rookie quarterbacks, Mac Jones, Justin Fields, obviously sacked nine times yesterday. Trey Lance, who got in for one play, scored the touchdown for San Francisco yesterday. And then you have the two rookies started from the beginning, Zach Wilson for the Jets, Trevor Lawrence for the Jaguars. I asked this question this morning of Chrissy Andrews. Can we say any of them are great yet? We cannot. No. And this is like, like we've, we've said this like all the time, but we just got spoiled last year. Yeah. It, and, and it's carried over to this year. Herbert and Burrow have looked awesome this year too. So it wasn't like it was a, right. it wasn't like a, it was a fluke. It's just rookie quarterbacks don't come in and look like those guys very often. It just doesn't, it just doesn't happen. And so we, we like see a guy that got, gets drafted high. And we just assume he's supposed to come in and like, Look like those two guys, and it's just not, it's just not gonna. I mean, two is not even that right. Yeah. Last year, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow may just. There's such exceptions to the rule. Speaking of the Jets, they lose to the Broncos twenty-six to nothing. Felt like the Broncos could have named their score yesterday. And we talk about Survivor mm-hmm. and how last year you could pick on the Jets every week. You could have picked on the Jaguars, though they were pretty feisty week after week. It was really the Jets that you could pick on. Um, this year, you have the Jets. You have the Jaguars. You have the Texans. The Giants are like, hey, we're, we, we might join that at some point, although I don't think they're quite in that league. But who knows? You have three really bad teams. Like the Jets. The, here's the thing about the Broncos. Let's take it from the Broncos standpoint. The Broncos have beaten three of those teams. They've beaten mm-hmm. the, the Jets, the Jaguars, and the Giants. Obviously not in that order. They haven't beaten anybody, and they're 3-0. and How do you feel about the Broncos? Well, there's things to like, and then there's things to... And then there's things to to not like one, like you said, the strength of schedule. But they're they're look, taking care of business though, is there is something to be said for taking care of business. Yes, like there is something to be said for when we were sitting here talking about this game, we literally said, I don't know where the points are gonna come from from the Jets. Well, the answer was not. There was the answer was the, <laughs> yeah. we were right because there was no point scored by the Jets in that game. So there's something to be said for the Broncos going out and just beating up on bad teams. I mean, that is that is a good thing in the grand scheme of things, right? Um, but I think that it is a, I think that it is a, a very, very big, huge, massive, you know, step up in, in competition, basically the rest of the way for this team. And of course, getting the Ravens this week coming to town. Now I'm, as you all well know, I'm not as high on the Ravens as some people are. That being said, they are in a completely different tier than the Giants, Jags, and Jets. So, I mean, like we've got. We've got a really, really big step up in talent here, and I think this is going to be where we really find out what this Broncos team is made of. More importantly, really finding out what Teddy Bridgewater is made of, because again, not—I don't think they're going to get—I don't think they're going to go out with this, you know, same defense that they ran against Patrick Mahomes. Like I think we're gonna, they're going to get back to that blitz-heavy defense, and they're going to put the pressure on Teddy Bridgewater and say, "Hey, man, like you got to go and you got to." You got to beat us, and one thing that's not insignificant as well. So they're already down Jerry Judy, and then KJ Hamler now is out for them as well. So this receiving core that was super super deep and was going to be like this super big strength of the Broncos is now really really thin, and um, that doesn't help the outlook of this team either. One other game, well, two other games: mm-hmm. uh, Seattle at Minnesota. Minnesota two plays away from being two and zero, they end up zero and two. 
And then they really take care of business against Seattle, 30-17. to 17. Seattle has now given up 30-plus points and 450-plus yeah. yards two consecutive weeks. Kirk Cousins may have played the best game of his career yesterday. He was really, really sharp, 30 of 38 uh, for Cousins in the win over Seattle and uh, does so with 323 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, eight touchdowns, zero picks this season. 17th straight game for Cousins with a 90-plus power rating. Only Peyton Manning has a longer streak in the history of power rating, you know, lore, if you will. Good game by Minnesota, man. I don't know about Seattle. I've, I have said this before about Seattle on this show many times, that whenever Russell Wilson can't make up for the deficiencies mm-hmm. on that team, whenever that day comes, the Seahawks are going to precipitously drop. It is, it's, a, it's a bad franchise. Like, they have, they've not done this franchise any favors at all. I mean, it, it's a bad franchise. Like, they have not built this team correctly. They This defense is absolutely pathetic, and we have seen it all three weeks of the season so far. It's a horrible defense, and it is going to continue to be a horrible defense. And so, like you mentioned, if, if Russell Wilson basically can't just will them to will them to a win, which, by the way, I mean, it wasn't like it was he had a bad day or anything like that. It's just, you know, there's there's only so much you can do. The other thing I think is is interesting about this Vikings team, though, is – Dalvin Cook, obviously one of the best backs in the league, completely amazing. But when you have a backup like Alexander Madison, who probably would be the starter on 26 other teams in the NFL, he fills in just offense runs completely completely, completely like it would had, it, had Dalvin Cook been in there. I mean, it was just not a drop-off in the least bit. It was it was phenomenal from him. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one is the Raiders and the uh, and the Dolphins. I have no idea how the Dolphins ended up covering that game. I have no idea how they had a chance to win it, but they did cover in overtime. Jacoby Brissett, there's Tony Pollard. <laughs> Tony Pollard, first carry, 11 yards. Yeah, just it's looks so, just looks so, so much more explosive. So look, much more. Look burst. at this cut, and then bam, just so gone. much more burst than Zeke. And if Zeke didn't have the big contract, we wouldn't be talking about this even, right? It would Pollard would be getting all the reps. Um, We'll come back. We'll talk about the last game we haven't really touched on, which is the Raiders and the Dolphins. Ooh, Dak throwing that one into coverage. Oh, and they flag Slay. Darius Slay Jr. gets flagged for that, uh, intended for CeeDee Lamb, as the spate of P.I.s continues. That Niners-Packers game, for as great as that finish was, that game was impossible to watch last night. I felt for LaFleur for most of those. Most of those. He was losing his mind on the sideline. They really called that right there? Yep. It's impossible to play defense. It's impossible to it's play impossible defense. It's impossible to play defense. What's he supposed to do? You don't know where to hit the quarterback. Yeah. You don't know where, you, where to fall. You can't fall on him. You can't, whatever you can't. And then playing, try to play, tr- tr- just try and play defensive back. We'll, uh, we'll talk about the Raiders and the Dolphins. Then, of course, we'll look ahead to week four and we'll discuss those lines, what we like on a preliminary basis on a football Monday night on primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. 
The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, Cowboys uh, on a third and goal are going to end up a half yard short of the goal line. Uh, this was called a touchdown on the field, but replay shows that this is clearly short. By the way, I say that uh, so confidently, but it looks like it's clearly short, and they do take the touchdown off the board. So it's fourth and goal from a half yard out. Cowboys are going to go for it. 7-7 seven to seven game, 553 left in the first quarter, and... Are we just going to get Zeke up the gut here? Or are the Cowboys going to try oh. some trickeration here? Overbetters say go for it. Yes, they do. Cowboys betters say go for it. <laughs> um, that's the betting truth serum. If you're an Eagles better here, you'd rather them kick the field goal. So that's how you know this is the right call because betting truth serum knows. Dak under center. Cowboys rush to the line. Dak shows sneak. Dak, is ooh, it? on second effort gets in there. Yeah. Looked like, oh, wait a minute. No, no, the refs, what? No, they say he is not in forward progress. They, they are marking that short. Now it looked like on the first stab at it, he was marked short, but then it looked like he was definitely in the Cowboys were were going crazy. Like it was clearly a touchdown and it is first down and 10 for the Eagles. We're going to need to see some. Show me that again. Yeah, I I cannot imagine. Dak is like, you got to be kidding me. I was in. So here's the overhead, and That's again, second effort. Unless the, he's across right, maybe. I mean, the only the only way that's not a touchdown is if they're calling forward progress right here. If they blow the whistle there, that's right, which right. they shouldn't. 
But now, look, he does have the ball down close towards his legs, right? And so if they the call on the oh, field. Here's the reach. Here's the reach. We're going to get this here. Again. No, we're not. We're not going to get anything. That's the thing. The call on the field is he didn't get there, and there's nothing there to overturn that. So I think I might get hosed here. That's yes. going to be Eagles ball because there's nothing here definitive. I mean, I Too think many bodies. the overhead shot's the best one you can get, but you can't, you can't definitively tell where the ball's at. I just want to know this. This, this, uh, this official that was just running in from that angle that we just got, how was he so convinced that Dak wasn't in? I don't know. I don't know. He's like, oh, no, that's clearly not a touchdown. That's the one. The problem is when you get these plays like this where it's short yardage or whatever, you have all those bodies jam. Sorry, replay's nice to have, but yeah. refs, you got to get the call right on the field. Yeah. Because like you're like you're saying, Gil, I think There's this is no going to happen. It's going to let they're going to let it stand. There's no way to overturn that. No way to overturn that. Everyone is so convinced that this is a touchdown on the Twitter machine. I don't, I, I, I don't know what we were. I don't know that I'd be convinced. I was going like, to say, I don't know what you would have seen that would give you yeah. such confidence. I think Gil's point is is right. The problem is the only place where we can, it looks like he's clearly over, is that overhead angle. But you can't see where the ball's at. No. And that's all that the, matters. The ball gets knocked down so that Zach, so that Dak is holding it right. low. And so it may actually be a good call, but there's certainly no way we can overturn isn't it, it. Isn't it, isn't it. Isn't it crazy that if we just... We just had a microchip in the nose of the ball. You know, we just played a whole sword. U.S. Open you know, tennis tournament. And then you just had the thing tournament. going across the goal line, and then <laughs> it would instantly tell you whether the ball crossed the goal line not. Or not. one argument in you the know? entire Grand Slam tournament. I wish that, you know, I wish the, I wish the ATP, just the godfather of all leagues, would uh, loosen things up and share this this valuable technology with the lowly NFL. It's amazing. Know? It's amazing. The NFL just doesn't have the money for it. I just don't understand. <laughs> they really are. Yeah. It's all on bootstrap. <laughs> like, I just, I, honestly, I cannot, I cannot wrap my brain around it. It's, if you don't want to do it everywhere else, it's a goal line. It has to be a thing. Like the NBA's experimenting with it. you got to experiment, experiment with it, NFL. If you're the, if you're the Mannings, you just have the, you just have the, the pull to be like, hey, Matt, we're going to give you a buzz. <laughs> Matt Stafford on the broadcast. Like, hey, we're going to give you a buzz. Not, not to mention that this now becomes a whole time suck in this game, right? Where they're going to review it incessantly, and there just is no angle to overturn. Right. The only thing worse than, than what just happened on the field in terms of the, the officials being so definitive is that now if they were to overturn it, this would be comical. So there's no way they can overturn it. Real quick while they're looking at that, Raiders-Dolphins yesterday, the last game that we really haven't touched on, the only overtime game yesterday, Raiders ending up winning, uh, end up winning that game 31-28 to go to 3-0. and Jacoby Brissett didn't do it. At one point, I think he had 20 completions and less than 100 yards passing. But then a fourth down to uh, get within two points, two-point conversion, sent it overtime, and a fourth and 20 converted in overtime. He was game. They traded field goals in overtime before the Raiders end up winning it 31-28. Did you learn anything about the Tua to Jacoby Brissett? And there it is. There's the confirmation that it, the play stands because there's there's no replay to overturn. There, there's nothing definitive. Yeah. At all. I mean, he was, Jacoby Brissett was checked down Charlie. He was yep. just like dink, dunk, dink, dunk, dink, dunk the whole time. And when you have 32 completions for 215 yards, that is insanity. Like, that is just crazy town. I mean, just, just not doing anything, pushing the ball down the field. Also, he was under pressure a lot, and he did not handle the pressure well in the least bit. This was one of the things that we had talked about leading into that game, that playing behind that Colts line when the Colts had one of the very best offensive lines in all the NFL, he had much longer to throw than than playing behind what is 
One of the worst. Oh, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> maybe. Bounces maybe off a pick six receiver. Yeah. Almost picked. Um, maybe one of the, if not the worst offensive lines in all of the NFL. And, and, and it showed yesterday. He was under pressure 16 different times in that game. He was 5 of 16 under pressure for 53 yards. And it just, he just, you know, again, he just doesn't, doesn't handle pressure very well. Didn't handle pressure very well yesterday. I don't know. That being said, I still don't know what to make of this Raiders team. I don't I, either. I still either. don't. Like, I don't either. I still don't know what to make of this Raiders team. I felt like I came out of this week with a pretty good, at least baseline understanding of it uh, of a good bit of the teams in the NFL. Like we're not going to get every handicap right moving forward, but I think that we were heading in the right direction here in Week Three. Have a pretty good base on the the, the Raiders will be a team. I'm, it's going to take me a little bit longer. I just can't figure it out. The one thing I'll say about him is Derek Carr's been great so far this year. And then you've got Henry Ruggs seems to be improving. I agree. By I agree game. with that for sure. Like they, they and they're and rightfully so. I think coaching staff doing a good job with him. They're developing routes that only he could run. So long, some of those long crossers that the Rams run all the time. Uh, and I, I mean, I think he's. I, that's the only those two spots where I'm like these teams got a bright future. Here. Jalen Hurts running for his life throws the ball away third and five from their own six. So the Eagles are going to have to punt at the uh, from the back of the end zone pretty much as the Give Cowboys. Me your AFC West power rankings right now. So the Chiefs are in last place in real life. Who who had that after three right, games? Yeah. AFC AFC West power rankings. Got it. I, here's the thing, it's the Chiefs, but barely but at number barely. one. Chargers right behind them at number two, and I just think the two teams that are three and zero are still not the two best teams. I completely agree. I, I, I guess I'd go Raiders then Broncos, but I don't know. Hard to tell. I, I don't know. Hard yeah. to tell. Broncos haven't played anybody, but they've beaten everybody in front of them. So looking over some odds earlier, and we're going to talk AFC West division odds later in the show. But how about remember we talked about that division last week? Chargers were. I mean, obviously, a win against the Chiefs is going to change things mm-hmm. big time. Remember, they were dead last in the division odds, plus 750. You can now get them, I think it was 10 to 1 to win the AFC today. That's how much one, That's how much of a difference one game can make. Who's 10 to 1 to win the AFC? The Chargers. Well, uh, Matt and I were just talking about we each independently got Justin Herbert. We never talked about this. We each got Justin Herbert MVP tickets. I got 40 to 1. Last week at MGM, thinking, "Oh, I got it way off the grid," and then you ended up getting forty-five yeah. to one, and he's, 12 he's down to, to 12. and he's twelve to one. <laughs> twelve to one, right. yeah, down to twelve. I like having that ticket for sure. It's wild, it's wild. It's there is there is no way you could tell me right now who the MVP of the league is. No, there there's eight different guys who all you could have a a legitimate conversation about them deserving it. If, oh. if if they were giving out the MVP after three weeks of the NFL, I it, it's it's I mean it's not Patrick Mahomes, it's probably Derek Carr. It's probably I, I Derek Carr. It, I think it's. Well, I'm trying to think. If I'm it's missing. probably Derek Carr. I think it's definitely Derek Carr. I'm I mean, trying to think for 386 yards yesterday. Yeah. Like it's it's probably Derek Carr. I'm trying to think of a missing anybody. I don't think I think he, it's he, definitely Derek. Derek Carr. Carr has also developed this. As says, Matt Stafford. He's he's up there. Oh yeah, it, that's true. That's a good call. Matthew Stafford would be up there. But it, it, Derek Carr has developed this very strange back leg teardrop long ball that seems to work yeah. every time yeah. this year. Just on fire with that. But I'm with you. I don't. I don't I, I'm still not a Raiders believer. I'm still not a Broncos believer. So if you power rank it, that's a good call, Kelly. It's almost bottom up. Yeah. 
that's what happens when they're I mean, that was the one thing we released. We looked at AFC West odds last week. We're going to do it again at the end of the show. We looked at that. We're like, Chargers plus 750 are the longest odds in the division? Like, that was, we were at least like, that ain't right. Like, I don't know how good the Broncos and Raiders are, but I know the Chargers are, I'm pretty sure the Chargers are at least a little bit better than both those teams. I just updated the run now. We'll probably talk MVP as well. (laughs) (laughs) I just updated it. I mean, I'm looking at these numbers. This is, this is. Some interesting movement. Fascinating. Who is the short shot? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is a short shot. Really? Huh. Five to one? What is he? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. To, to let one. us know that there. Yeah, that means no one knows. Nobody yes. knows. Nobody knows a thing. We'll come back. We'll take a first look at week four lines in the National Football League. Give you our first thoughts on where we think the bets might be. Last week, the Chargers and the Cardinals for me that ended up working out. First impressions. We'll see what we got coming up next. Primetime action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 